The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. That's it. Craig Hardy by knockout in round two. Back to OZ Hardy. Get in, get out, get out. Craig, Prince of War Hardy. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Now, uh, once again, not that anybody cares if you're listening to this, but I'll say I apologize for the audio video quality. This is the last day you'll have to put up with this shit from me. Uh, I'll be back in my office by Monday. Uh, they still haven't taken out their equipment. They had to make sure that my air was good to breathe. So my apologies as we start um, for the for any audio video mess. It's not I know, but I, I I don't want them to think I take it for granted. I want to speak for the uh, the audience. It's unnecessary. Thank you, Jimmy. We're going to preview the card this weekend. Yes, we're going to talk to Greg Hardy. You know who I talked to yesterday? Who? My orthopedist, Jimmy. Ah. Bad, well, bad news or good news. What do you say? Good news is if you talk to Michael Bisping, because he will be telling you. If you talk to Michael Bisping, you know what he'll tell you? He'll tell you the same thing you told me. He told me, do it, and you'll get your life back. Yeah. And that's what I, what, I, what I mean by do it is get both my knees done. I have to get both my knees done. I, I think I told you I was. You did, yeah. You know, I thought it was going to be this after we checked out the x-rays and so we checked out the x-rays, and I need two knee replacements. Okay. But I listen, but when I get it done, dude, look at Michael Bisping's fucking Instagram. The guy's jogging, kicking bags, rolling with Luke Rockhold, his old nemesis. He's all he's moving. When I was hanging out with him in Abu Dhabi, and when I was with him at the Apex, he was walking worse than me. And he'll even tell you that. So I'm actually looking to him as inspiration. To, for myself. So, and he's younger than me. And look at him now. So, you know, Jimmy, I have abs. All I need is my knees, you know? I, well, I, you know me, man. I think that you should do it. I'm happy you're going to do it because, again, you want to be able to be active and walk. And it's only going to get worse over time. So, it's just you're going to do it and then you'll get everything back. Yeah, I think you're smart. I'm not doing them both at once. I can't. Yeah, I think one at a time is smarter too. Even though it's longer, the reality is if you do both at the same time, it's just a, a an absolute pain in the ass healing process. It's not good, Jimmy. But yeah. listen, man, the good news is 
There's some smoke blowing around in there. Is there a wire that blew? Oh, I, I get it. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was. That might have been, you know, okay. something for my knee. But Larry, listen, we can go over. So that's my situation. Yes. Other than that, I'm very excited. Yeah. For the new Christopher Reeves is uh Batman. Or is it Batman? No, Robert Pattinson. Batman. Not Christopher Reeves. No, no. Robert who, Pattinson's who Batman. The, who's directing it? Ask our producers to find oh, out. Christopher Reeves is Batman. Not, no, no, it's not. A, he was I, Superman, and B's dead. I believe it was Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves. Oh, George Reeves, the original Superman, you mean? It's Matt Reeves. Oh. He's the one who's oh, directing Okay. It. okay. Robert Pattinson is the, the, the is bat is the Batman. And um I heard it's not great. That's not true. Who do what? Again, I don't first of I, all, you I are, read reviews, but I get I don't put much stock in reviews. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You are such a negative little, negative little bird. Yes, no. I've been listening to reviews also. And most of the reviews have been saying how amazing it is. Okay. That may be a little too long. And a little too long. That's what I heard. A little too long. But besides that, I heard it was just right. mind-blowing. Oh, okay. Because I, I only read a little something on it. It was a blurb I read on it that said, yeah, it was. Not a, but, but again, I have no vested interest either way. I'll probably see it when it's on. I was watching a Spider-Man movie, which I liked very much the other day. Uh, the Not the newest one. Homecoming is the one I was watching, I think, where he was on top of the Washington Monument. That was great. That was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Well, I mean, that, listen, he, um, it, it, they're fun movies. And that one's almost got like a, a 16 Candles feel to it. Like, they're like, he's like, does yeah. the girl like him? She's sitting next to the other guy and on the plane. That one, is that what he's talking about? I, no, I saw, I didn't watch the whole thing where he's on the Washington Monument and he, um, Mysterio? Was Mysterio the bad guy? Which one's Mysterio? I wouldn't know. Not like a big, like, bowl, like a fishbowl as a helmet. Like, I uh, know. You know what, Jimmy? We're not going to figure this out, but you liked it. Yeah. Before we started the show, I took a phone call. I don't know, you know who I was talking to? Yes, you do. I want the world to know. I was talking to the great Dennis Bermudez. You remember him? He used to fight in the UFC. I do, yeah. He was been on our show a bunch. He's a good man. So he called me up and he had really important news for me. You guess what he told me? Um, he's fighting again? It even in my for me, even better. He got the Oculus Quest too. And he wants to squat up with me. I Jimmy, I know him adult. And I a lot of times I do adult shit. Yeah. I pay the bills. You know, I make sure my wife and my kids are fed and dressed. You understand? Yeah. I bring home the bacon. But you know what else I do? I fucking murk, Jimmy. And I, oh, what's your, um, what's your Twitch handle? What is it, Twitch handle? You know what it is? Fucking nada. Doesn't exist. I do it for the love of the game. I do it for the love of the game. I don't want your money. No, you should get Twitch. I, I think you the perfect personality for Twitch. People would love to watch you on Twitch. Maybe how about this? Because I'm almost there. It's you know, I don't know how long it's gonna take, but uh I'm almost at level 60 in uh in, in population one. You could if you want to clap, you if there was an applause button, I would be pressing it. Not only I press it twice because level 60 is a what we call a gold PJ. Yeah, I know, sure. So I mean they don't just hand out those gold jackets, Jimmy. It's not like you walk in, I want to pay yeah. a certain price and be a gold PJ. You got to earn your shit. So I don't know. Maybe when I become a gold PJ. No, um, here's why you should do Twitch, man. Yes. Because you're going to be getting surgery. Yes. You shouldn't be figuring all this out when you've had surgery. Mm. You should start it, 
get a little thing going, get you get all the bullshit set up, hey, route to this bank number, blah, blah, blah. get it set up, even if you make no money. And then by the time you get your fucking legs fixed, you're in, you got a system going, you don't have to worry about it. You can just sit home and make a little bit of money and keep yourself occupied. Jimmy, and you know what's fucked up about that? I'm going to be playing the games anyway. Right. All right. All right, Jimmy. We, we already, you know what? We know what I should. You should, yeah, because you'll, you'll be happy you did it. You know what I'm also pretty happy with? I'm not. This card? Oh, this, we're going to talk about the card in a second. Okay. What I also want to talk about is Vikings Valhalla. Because, you know, you ever hear of Eric the Red? I went to high school with him. Eric <laughs> <laughs> the Red. It is Vikings. There's some drama going on here in Vikingsville. We got the fucking pagan Vikings. They're all, this is the deal. Yep. I want to give you a summary of what's going on in this Vikings Valhalla. Just a little summary. Yeah. The first episode, I'm not, not too many spoilers. Not, I'm not, not heavy spoilers, but what's going on is there's a, there's a little bit of a mess. There's a bit of a, a setup and a massacre of some, some, uh, some Vikings. They get invited someplace. And next thing you know, hey, you know, hey, have some food and bing, bing, zoom. They got set up. They got taken out. You understand? So by the king, the king of England. So now all the Vikings that settled after 100 years after Ragnar Lothrock and his son, Ragnar, Ragnar and his sons, Lothrock, these names. And they, 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 they settled after 100 years or after he left, after he died. Uh, they, the, the remaining Vikings, they kind of settled in, in the England, in England and they had their little villages and whatnot, but you know they kind of they almost consider themselves English. You know they're not even starting no trouble or anything, but right. they, they want to purify the land. They want to say, look, they might be you know getting some English accents, but they're really fucking Vikings. We got to get rid of them. So they're looking to exterminate them. Word gets out, and now what, Jimmy? The Vikings are calling all the fucking Vikings the cattle cut, cattle cut. Wait, cattle cut? Is it cattle cut? And listen, it's, it's, it's that famous village. They're all meeting up. Calcutta? No, no, no. Oh. I, I forget the name of it. But um, California? Stop it. No. Okay. Jimmy, stop it. Because you're fucking. I'm help you. Listen, I'm helping you. All the Vikings are gathering to avenge, you know, that. that uh, The thing. To get yes. revenge on yes. the uh, king for what they did to those Vikings. But now, Jimmy, there's a little bit of drama. Because you got a lot of Vikings that believe in Jesus Christ and they're Christians. They're not getting along with the pagan Vikings. You understand? We I need do. some Viking unity if they're going to be taking out the Englishmen. So this is what I'm up to in Vikings Valhalla. And uh, I'm enjoying the ride. Yes. Uh, I guess we should. I, I, and funny, I think of you every time I open Netflix and I see that Valhalla there. But I have not watched it. And I, I'm, not, I'm not at a point where I could get into a new series yet. I'm watching three things. Ozark, Vikings Valhalla. And uh, and I'll tell you right now that Reacher on Amazon Prime is not bad. I heard it's pretty good. It's, I've heard that's I pretty like good. The, uh, I like it. It's got a it's got a the, the first of all, the fights, the fight scenes are pretty brutal. And, they, and he's like a big imposing dude. Like any like Tom Cruise played this guy, and not for anything, he's my height, but not nearly as manly as me. So I would say, they sure. make him they make him the, the badass. It's kind of like eh, maybe. But this guy, this guy, he was Hawk and Hawk and Dove in the old Titans uh, show I used to watch. And he's like a big dude. He's a strong guy. So uh, Alan Richardson. So I like what he's doing. I think that's his name. And what do you think, Matt? Obviously, we don't know any detail about uh, 
uh, bad, you know, Cain Velasquez being arrested. Uh, listen, I mean, you know, there's these things you're hearing about it. So I don't know. It's hard to, to, to comment on it until you're like. Uh, what I've heard is that uh, it was, you know, and allegedly somebody had abused somebody young that he's close to. I don't know the relationship. Yeah. Um, and, they, and that they were in a car. Because I was wondering, why would Kane shoot somebody when he's such a physically capable guy, but somebody was in a car, it makes more sense. So hopefully everything, uh, you know, you hate to see anything bad happen to Kane Velasquez. Man, oh, no, listen. I, I, any dealings I've had with the guy, he was nothing but a gentleman. Like, yeah. he, he, good, he, doesn't have a, he doesn't have a negative uh, energy about him. It's very positive. Right. And he's quiet. Yeah. He's quiet. He was always quiet when I seen him, but he was like, yeah, he's always like, he, when I go to say hello to him, he'd be like, he'd be very, he's very respectful and very, I always liked him a lot. So I liked when he beat Brock Lesnar. It was awesome. Yeah. It was a bad, pretty bad beating. It was, it was a one-sided beating. So yeah, you, know, you hear how much respect DC always has for him in the training room. He said that he was the man. Yep. So that's very, you know, it's the one guy he said he wouldn't fight. Yeah, I get it. I get it for sure. Hey, um, you know, he's a great guy. He's raging out like Quinta. He heard the last podcast about me and my knees, so he called me up today. He's like, hey, man, you sure you don't want to go to Columbia and try to do some stem cells? Like, he was like, look, it is like, you you know, right. and then I'm talking to him, and he's like, yeah, you might talk me into doing it. <laughs> he's talking about his like, So okay. he's funny. Yeah, man. So, you know, I don't know. It's nice that he was, you know, thinking of me. Now, we should preview some of the card, map because – I was looking at it now, Jimmy, as you said that. Do you want to start at the main event only because we have Greg Hardy on today who's fighting Sergey Spivak, uh, but th that's the opening fight to the main card. So do you want to work down and we'll talk to Greg first and then do a pick when we get a vibe of how, how Greg feels? Not to be weird, but not to start like in the co-main event, but I think it's – I'm very excited about – because I've been, I've been high on this guy lately and he's, he had his first time on our show yeah. and, and we had a blast with him on. And uh, Hinato Moicano. Yes. The guy stepping up, dude. Sure he's is. Stepping up. He had a great performance in his last fight. So for him to fight Javier de Santos, this is exciting because striking and on the floor, it's going to be very interesting. Not to mention now, Renato's, you know, been really concentrating on the on the wrestling. He's yeah. super confident, and he's never looked better. And he'll need that to go against the former champ de Santos. De Santos. Because Rafael's no joke. And Rafael was getting ready for Tavi, who was a fucking bad motherfucker. I was nice. That's his name, right? Was he getting ready for um, Tel Aviv? Who was he getting ready? Who's he getting ready? <laughs> who the fuck? Tel Aviv. Who's that? <laughs> I don't know. Fizzes. Fizzes. I'm way off. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Am I making up names? I, I don't know, but it's very funny. Yeah, Fizzes. Yeah, um, no, no, no. This is the. Uh, I, I think that uh, he hasn't fought since November of 2020, and I'm going to take um, absolutely going to take uh, Hanano Moicano in oh. this fight. And I think he, uh, I think he's now. I think he beats him by a decision. I was going to say stops him, uh, but I say he beats him uh, in a decision. What's really interesting about this is I want to see what goes on in the grappling realm of this because I think it's going to get there because. Man, Dos Santos, he's good. He's good at getting taken away the takedowns. He did that to Kevin Lee, man. He yeah, Dos Santos. Yeah, Rafael. Yeah. yeah. That's what I said. I think he said Ginger. I think he said Dos Santos. Dos Santos. No, I know, but I thought you said Dos Santos. So I was saying, no, it's not Jamie's. Yeah. No, no, no. Listen, uh, I'm excited. 
I think that Hinato is on such a roll right now. That and that the fact that we have, but the only thing that's making me a little bit hesitant is that Raphael was getting ready for a uh, a really really tough yeah yeah you know so he was originally supposed to fight Fazeev 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 and that dude is so tough and so and and, and so dynamic that you know he's going to be in shape but the one thing that guy's not looking for is takedowns he's really usually standing up Fazeev Fazeev right yeah Raphael Fazeev I think that uh. Jimmy, what are you smiling with me and delighted? You're slamming with me or at me? There's no difference. I, I I'm delighted to be with you. <laughs> I think you're fun, <laughs> Jimmy. That's a good fight, though, and you're right. But I, I'm still going to take uh, not on Moicano, but I, I think it's going to be a decision. I say a decision also because I think that uh, I think the wrestling's going to come to play. I don't think he's going to be able to, to do anything really to to uh, Rafael down down there. But I think he could win on just takedowns alone. You know? Now, well, yes. Hey, wait a minute. I don't know. I'm on the fence here, dude. Let's get back to that one. Okay. Now, the third fight, uh, or let me see. Is that the third fight? One, two, three. Yes, it is. Uh, I hate this fight, too, because I love Edson Barboza, Bryce Mitchell. Um, uh, honestly. I know what I'm doing. I have to take Bryce Mitchell. Um and I actually think he stops him in the second. Bryce Mitchell. Third round submission. Okay. Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. And Barbosa's hey, had a little bit of, of a tough books time. Lately? Are you reading any books lately, Jimmy? Yes, I am actually. Um, Are you a book reader? Do you read a lot of books? Um, no, I listen to a lot. I'm listening to one. And I am actually uh, reading one. I'm listening to a book called Leave the Gun, Take the Cannoli, which is the making of The Godfather. Ooh. And I'm reading a book called Reclaiming History. It's about the JFK assassination. And I bought it to listen to, but it's, I, I fucking hate abridged books where they cut part of it out. I want to hear every word of it. And if the book is abridged, I have to read it. I won't listen to an abridged version. I'm sorry, um, abridged? Abridged means... That they 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 record the book, they do the audio for the book, but not all of it. Like they cut certain parts out, and I want everything for this. For this, I want to read a little things at the bottom. It's a very long book; it's fifteen hundred pages, but I really want to like. So yes, I'm reading that. I have to get that whole Audible thing, right? Is it Audible? It's great. What's the matter with me? I need that. I'm always yeah. like, oh. Yeah. And you go through more books than you think. And I'll do like a couple of books at once. And if you get bored or if you're just like, I'm not in the mood for that one. It's a political book. Let me go to this one. It's about the Zeppelin. You know, you can bounce around a little bit. It's really interesting. I'm going to do that. I want the Norm MacDonald memoirs, uh, whatever his thing was, because I think he reads it himself. I don't know. I like that Norm MacDonald, you know? Yeah. And uh, and, and, and let me see. Now, do you have a book? I have two. Yeah. Get the you have two books? I do. Let's plug them. One what? is called Matt Sarah, and one is called wait, wait, Matt Sarah 2, the sequel. You really have books? You ever do a book? Yeah. Yeah. No, can you tell me about it? I'm Jimmy. I'm not a, if I was an avid book reader, I know if you had a comic book or a video game. What did I do a book? The first book um, is My Adventures. No, Jimmy, um, are, you, are you being serious? Are you fucking? Stop. I'm joking about what it's. I just wrote books that were like kind of blogs and just like funny stories. I'll send you one. How about this? 
I don't want to describe it to you. I want to send it to you and you tell me honestly. In audio book? No. Yeah, but the audio I don't like. One of them I didn't do the audio for because it's unnatural for me to speak like with the slower pace. I'll send it to you. And you tell me what you think, honestly, without knowing what it's about. Yes. We're plugging it, though. I want people to read it. No, I'll plug it after you read it or after you look at it. I'll definitely plug it. What? Yeah, or after you just like go through it a little bit. So in a few years, we're going to flush it. No, I'll send it out to you today. Yeah, I know. I'm not a big reader, though. That's right. You're perusing. There's short stories. Oh, there's short stories. Yeah. What's it called? Happy Endings. Really? Mm -hmm. What's the second one called? I hate your guts. Jimmy, what's the book called? I hate your guts. Now, Bryce Mitchell, by the way, on this UFC, uh, why do they have him as 14 and one? I know he lost in amateur, but he's undefeated professionally. I don't think you um, count the tough fights, which you should, though, because I. I mean, got- it's curiosity. I mean, I'm just wondering. It's. I don't know, man. I'm excited, though. I'm going to be playing Population One with Dennis Bermudez. Uh, what? else people hit me up because they know i'm on there let's talk about um holland Oliveira. well wait so we i said third round submission you said decision. second round i think oh. we're stopping the second yeah no decision is uh i think rda loses to uh hinato moicano yeah i think so yeah i say you yeah i say hinato wins by uh decision okay yeah me too kevin holland versus alex alex Oliveira, the cowboy um Great fight, first of all, because they're really both lanky and wild. But Kevin Holland yeah. due for a, a win, bro. Third round stoppage. Oliver is crafty, but I agree. I think Kevin Holland's going to get him in that third round. Kevin Holland needs this, you know, coming off that headbutt, no contest. I hope you're right, buddy. I hope you are right. <laughs> what are you thinking? Uh, same thing. I think that Kevin Holland beats him, and I'll, I'll take a third round stoppage. Um, actually, no decision. Ooh. I think decision. I hate to say decision because I like to see a stoppage. Um, now let's go to the main event. Before we do Greg Hardy against uh, Spivak, what do you think of the main event? Covington, uh, Masvidal. Uh, Colby is coming off a loss to uh, Kamaru. Now, look, this is what I would be saying. If I was looking at this as a strict analyst, I'd say Colby has the advantage because of the wrestling, and he'd probably get him down and probably win a decision that way because he's going to be hard to put away Masvidal. But I'm not putting on my analyst hat. I'm putting on my fuck you Colby hat. I think that fucking Hoy is going to – he's going to stop him in like the fourth because he's going to get through. He's going to hurt him, and then uh, and that'll get him out of there. All right? Um. Okay, you're taking uh, Jorge Masvidal in the fourth. No, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say he'll hurt him early. Maybe we'll get him out of the third, third round. I think Colby stops Jorge in the third. <sighs> I hate to say it too, because I want Jorge. Yeah, everybody wants Jorge. But I think uh, again, Colby is uh, relentless and he never gets tired. Um, he just doesn't get tired. So I, I say that he uh, he stops him in the third. He doesn't get tired, but we're tired of that motherfucker. So I hope he loses. So yeah, I'm not believing. I'm, I'm happy to be wrong about this. That's not even trying to keep. To be honest, yeah, yeah. I think Colby wins. I think about that is, and we second we hang up. I'm like, oh, then there's the fight tonight. Oh, I can't wait for the fights though, because it makes me so happy. Yeah. Um. And now we're waiting for Greg Hardy. Opening fights against Sergey Spivak. 
John. This is the last fight of his contract, too, I believe. So um, even if he, I mean, hopefully he has a decent uh, performance. But Greg Hardy, people like to watch him fight. I think either way, he gets another deal. Yeah. Listen, I don't know. This is what I want to tell you, though. But I got ADD. Jimmy. Yeah, I know you. I, <laughs> I love the way you know me so well now. John yeah, yeah. Haddock on Colby Covington versus Jorge Masvidal. Did you just read this? No. He says, whoever loses is probably never going to fight for the belt again. Let me tell you something about John Haddock. I like him a lot, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, look, I'm listening. Now, sometimes I'll listen to the Ray Longo Minute on the John Anik and, and Anik and Florian podcast. They do a podcast. It's good. I, I like Kenny Florian also. So I'm listening. So I listen sometimes. I like to support Longo. And Longo's always funny. No offense. The best part about the show is the Longo Minute, though. Sure. Which is really like 20 minutes. And it's Longo being Longo. So I can't get enough Longo. He's like, my, he's a good buddy of mine. So I like to listen to Longo because he's funny. So I'm listening the other day. And I gave him shit about this. So first, well, first you got Anik going, listen, Marab is this and that. Don't you think he should be with a specialist like Kenny Florian and work on his submissions? Like, dude, you don't think we're showing this guy how to submit guys down there? He's not doing it in class. And then he fucking gets in there and wants to fucking become the Tasmanian devil. It's not fucking, you don't think he's working by himself, guys like Jason Rowe, Nick Ronan. He's got world-class jiu-jitsu guys. And he's, not, and he's doing great down there, submitting guys. He has submissions. But I don't know. I thought it was funny that he's like, oh, get him with a specialist. And they got it. What do you fucking think we're showing him? What the fuck's the matter with you? And then, and then I'm like, right. listen, I love Anik, though. But I'm like, what the fuck? Get your head out of your ass. And then I'm listening. And Long goes, so they're talking about the, ri- ri- the rivalry of uh, Colby and Jorge, Jimmy. So Longo, so Longo goes, yeah, I've been part of, like, rivalries and, you know, the, the Sarah versus Hughes and, and this side. I forget what other one he said. But the difference between those and this one is those were more uh, – I can't think of the word. Those were more, this is more real. Those were more fabricated. Like, <laughs> we fabricated. So I'm listening. And I'm like, dude, meanwhile – and I'm not saying nothing about it now because it's you. It's, it's not great. But at the time, I, I couldn't stand that motherfucker. So I'm like, wait, fabric? Out of all the words they use longer, right. fabricated? That shit was far from – what are you, fabricated? Right. Were we in cahoots? I, it was a hundred percent authentic. It's the it's the total opposite of the word. So I text yeah. him. He goes, "Ah, you're crazy." I said I couldn't think of the word. Well, think of another word than fabricated. What the fuck? Are you going nuts in your old age? <laughs> and about John Anik saying neither one of them will fight for the belt. I understand why he's saying that because what the both- shit I'm talking about. Well, I'm going one thing at a time. I can only go one thing at a time. Um, I would say. It really depends on what they do after. Even if one of these guys loses, because they're both guys that people want to see fights. Like Nate Diaz, um, all they have to do is have one or two really good performances after. Uh, there are fighters that are like that, where people just want to... Like Leon Edwards, unfortunately for him, is a guy who has to keep winning. Um, he had to win, I was it nine in a row to get his shot at the belt. Uh, Colby would not have to. Uh, neither would Jorge because they're both compelling for different reasons. They draw people. So I don't know if either one of them would get a shot at the belt again. Maybe not. I think McCulby would have a better shot than Jorge just because of that three-year age difference. Uh, and as far as the fabrication is concerned, yeah, I uh, I understand why that would be unpleasant uh, to hear. I, I don't think this is – who knows if this is real or not? Who knows I don't what know what's real with Colby and Jorge. 
they're both i don't know what's real with colby and jorge they're both smart guys maybe they realize hey this is how we sell this fight uh maybe they dislike each other but not as much as they're playing up who knows yeah, who knows man all i know is everybody's gonna be fucking watching it and i'm gonna be one of them you know yeah me too me too but colby's a smart guy in that he gets people to root against him he doesn't care because a pay-per-view buy is a pay-per-view buy it's the same with connor that's true listen it is true Maybe Connor's gonna be coming back. He he seems to like it. Um, I think he would have an extremely tough time with Oliveira. And like I've told you for years, the fight that I've wanted to see for five years now is Gaethje against Connor. That's the fight that I'm interested in more than any championship fight. If Gaethje wins the belt, Connor, I guarantee you, will be the first guy he fights. Right, I'd like that. I, I who wouldn't want to watch that? Yeah, because I think Connor has a shot against Gaethje. Not that Ga- I mean Gaethje is an animal, but I just think the style that Oliveira fights, like I, I think, is a very tough fight for Connor. I think it's a tough fight for Justin too. Yeah, it's fuck. It's not a walk in the park for either one. No. Did you hear that Dana White says that Gilbert Burns versus Kamzat is going to be happening? I, yes, at two seventy three, right? Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, that's great news. I think that's big. I think that I think that's uh, a. I think that's I, mm, I think that's a I think that's obviously style wise Kamzat's biggest test because Gilbert's no Gilbert has Gilbert has very very good jiu-jitsu. but uh, how is he going to be off his back? That's the big fucking thing because I think that's where he's going to be going. Interesting, interesting. I love the fights. What else are we looking at? I do too. I do too. I'm sorry about my lousy internet. I keep cutting out. I apologize. I mean, it's okay. Uh, where's Craig Hardy? He'll be here soon. Okay. Hey, UFC fans, are you looking for an edge to your workouts? I know I certainly am. Something that can help with warm up and recovery times. Sweet Sweat is the official marketing partner of UFC and of UFC Performance Institute. Their topical gel got its start in boxing and UFC. There's a lot of fighters used it to help them cut weight prior to fights. Here's all the things Sweet Sweat can do. Targets slow to respond areas of the body, accelerates warm-up and recovery times, slows down lactic acid buildup, assists in creating a longer and more rewarding workout. I'm not even a fighter and all these things sound great. We get it. You're probably skeptical, but just think about it. Sweet Sweat only works with an elevated heart rate, meaning you have to put in the work for the product to work. You can't just sit there and have it work. It's not a miracle product. They have a long list of professional athletes that use their product on a daily basis, and they're partnering with UFC Performance Institute to show you the science behind Sweet Sweat. UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by NEDS, the official wagering partner of the UFC in Australia. Aussie Fight fans, keep an eye out for this weekend's UFC pay-per-view event as NEDS offers a split decision return. This means if you place a head-to-head bet on any main card fight and your pick loses by split decision, NEDS will pay you out as a winner. Plus, you can pump up your odds with a UFC multi simply by combining your favorite markets across all fights on the card. The action doesn't stop with UFC. Neds has everything you need to take it to the Neds level, regardless of what you bet on. For those sports punters, Neds Same Game Multi is now available on more sports than ever before. And for the racing fanatics, Neds Blended is available on all three racing codes. Blended lets you pick multiple runners to win in the same race at special blended odds. It's never been easier for you to be paid out as a winner. Look, whatever you bet on. 
Take it to the Ned's level. UFC markets exclude South Australian residents. Split decision return eligible on first $250 state. Minimum blended odds are $1.10 terms and conditions apply are available on the Ned's website. Remember to always gamble responsibly. Please call 1-800-858-858. Greg, what's up, man? Long time, buddy. Yes, sir. Been a minute, man. Glad to be back. Where, yeah, where, and where have you been, man? We miss watching you fight. <sighs> been, man, been working hard, man. Been trying to get uh, the UFC schedule's been busy, and then I had a accident that put me out. So I've been rehabbing, and oh yeah, then I uh, broke my eye and nose with the Tatiavasa thing. So I had like a yeah, I had a mandatory like three months. Oh, it's mandatory medical. Uh, you have to yeah. sit out. Um, and how are you? Is this the last fight on your contract? Yes, sir. Does that give you a little something? I mean, instinctively, I guess I know it does, but does this give you a little something extra? Like, I really want this one even more than I would have if it wasn't my last fight? Oh, yeah. This is a, I'm, I'm, I'm used to this time of year. It's kind of like playing that last game on your contract, uh, contract for the NFL, man. It's like you got to go hard, sacks, picks, everything. So I'm excited about this one. You know, after a loss like your last one with Ty, I mean, how much of it is going back to the drawing board or how much much of it is just chalking it up to shit? I had him in trouble and then, you know, he caught me before I caught him again. Like, you know, because you were in that fight. You didn't go in there and just get your ass handed. You actually had him hurt. If I remember correctly, it was a while ago. But damn, it was like, oh, shit. And then, you know, with you guys both being heavy hitters, he ended up getting you. How much is uh, reinventing the wheel? Almost zero percent, man. Um, I was really proud of myself for going in there and being calm and taking a like a, a I, I like to call it like a fighter's perspective into there, like being relaxed, blocking and doing everything. And then there's that one mistake rushing in there and being impatient. You know, it's like for me, I got that's the that's what I got to cut out. And then I'm back to the back, back to the same plan, man. Sometimes people overanalyze and it's a mental thing like, oh, well, how could I? What did I do wrong? And meanwhile, you were doing so much right. Maybe there was only a little wrong. The little wrong could cost you, you know? Yeah, I, I did start like that, though. Like, the, those first couple of days, I was sitting there uh, after that stuff. They told me I was broken. I was like, man, what did I do? But, you know, I, I, I came off that. I was like, I watched the film, and it was like, nah, man. Like, we just need to buckle down on conditioning, wrestling, doing, doing what we've been doing, you know, and just be smart. When you watch something like, uh, like you know, the Cowboys, got they got knocked out of the playoffs this year. When that happens... I know. I'm sure it's very frustrating. I mean, as a, I, I don't really watch football anymore because it makes it upsets me too much. It shouldn't, but it just drives it, it affects my life too negatively. Oh. Uh, I remember when Leon Lett kicked the football against Miami. I literally threw a slipper through my door, and my girlfriend's like, "You're there's something mentally wrong with you." Um, uh, do you remember that game against? Uh, yeah. in- he was my he was my coach when I was there. I love Leon. He's, he's amazing. But that yo, we give him we give him ish about that all the time. That was, that's hilarious. <laughs> When you, now, when you watch that, um, do you are you kind of glad, like, wow? Because a team sport, no matter how well you're playing, somebody else can can fuck up. So, are you always like, hey, I'm glad that I live and die now on only what I do? You know, it's uh, more so. I'm just reassured to be here. Like, I mean, like I'm, I'm reassured that I'm in the right place, and I'm happy to be here because, like, that was my mentality in football. Like, it was me do my job and like just put everything else out of my because they're they're supposed to do their job, you know. And that's why I kind of got a little crazy on the ESPN on the sidelines because it's like, hey, you're supposed to do your job. I've been focused on me this whole time, but now that I'm over here, it's so refreshing, man. It's just, hey, if I fuck up, I fucked up. If I'm in it, it's because of me. I don't have to worry about anything. Just 
put the put the work in and enjoy the product. Yeah, a fight I'm sure you were watching was the Derek Lewis and the uh, two of us a fight. I want to know your thoughts on that. I think you could be facing probably both of those guys eventually. Have a tie again, and I'm sure anybody would love to see you and the, the, the Black Beast eventually. What's your thoughts on that fight? Honestly, man, I think it was a good fight as a, from a fan's perspective, just because like those dudes were throwing blows, man. Like and being and being and being a heavyweight, I know what the, I, those feel like. Because I heard a lot of people like, oh, they're not even hitting that. I was like, bro, I don't knock, don't knock your whole head off. One, yeah. of, one of one of those jabs will knock your whole head off. Trust me. But uh, no, it was super entertaining as fans, man. But you know, watching as a heavyweight, kind of inspecting it, especially after watching the Cyril Gaon fight and then Francis Ngannou, man, there's levels, you know, I'm, 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 I'm excited to see the difference between that class of fighter and then the class of those other two guys, man, because it did not look the same. And that kind of put some thoughts in my mind as far as training goes. Well, you're right. It's funny because a lot of times it doesn't look like, well, you know, if, if Francis is swinging, like when he connected with Alistair Overeem, like everybody knows, like, wow, that's a knockout. But when you see like the way Derek knocked out Curtis Blades, that little short, Punch it doesn't look like it's as powerful as it is. Those are the ones that are deceptive to fans. <laughs> I'm sure come I'm sure I'm sure being on the receiving end of it. Uh do you ever when you watch guys who are in announcing uh sports MMA, do you ever think like God, that's an area I'd like to go into? Because your personality, people like you so much. Thank you very much. No, I man, I would love to, you know. Uh I've always thought about going into that avenue after it was done, man. I just my personality is so when I get into something, I'm so into it. Like it's hard to think about anything else. So I've kind of not, not given it any energy, but I'm super excited about, you know, being the champ, retiring and coming to do, you know, what Mr. Sarah does. <laughs> not, not as not as well as he does it. Oh, not as funny, but I feel like I could, I, I could fit in a small pair of his shoes, an old pair that's a little bit smaller. What about your buddy Dean Thomas? I'll tell you, he's been I, taking yeah. over. I, I I can't keep up with Dean, man. That man's phenomenal. <laughs> I, 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 I try and get tired every time. I'll tell you, he's got I, so many uh, irons in the fire, that guy. And, yeah, and, he, and, he, and he's poking every single one of them, man, keeping that fire going, dude. And he's so good at it and passionate about it, dude. He's, he's, he's a hell of a role model. No, he is. He really is. And he's fun on here, too. We always have him on here. We have a blast as it goes. Yeah, it's good. You also, uh, you were going to fight uh, Alexi Olenek, and uh, now it's obviously uh, Spivak. What do you, what do you, what's the difference in the way you approach both of these guys? You know, it was a cool setup for me, man. Other than the uh, 295 weight that I'm holding right now because I had to cut down and then come back up and then cut down. It's really been good for me, man, because we were training hard for wrestling partners and bringing in guys, wrestlers from everywhere, nationals, well, well, so on and so forth. And then when the opponent changed, it was like, okay, now this is a great party type fight. You know, we got a striker, we got a mover. He's a little bit more light on his feet, more active. But since we've been doing all this wrestling, we're, we're, we're set and we're ready. So I'm really positive about going in, like not getting taken down. And as we all know, that's the G Hardy kryptonite. Wait, 295? You said 295? I'm 295 right now. Wow. So you're going to drop 30 by in three days? Am I crazy? Do you believe in me? Oh, yeah. I don't believe in me. I can't drop 10 in a year. I'm a man. I got, I got your back, man. Come, come, come. come <laughs> in. We'll, we'll do it together. <laughs> but is that, is that a comfortable place for you? Like, yeah, this is exactly where I want to be right now? So normally, man, I'm doing about 25. Okay. Uh, 20, 20, 20, a 20-pound 20 cut is a phenomenal cut. That's, that's me back with all of my energy, happy. 25 is I'm sustained. I'm good. 30 pound cut is going to be a little, a little drastic, but you know, that's one of those ones where you just got, you got to tough it out, rehydrate the best you can, and then go in with the tools you got. And I feel like I'm good with that because of football, you know, you come in a short week, this, that, and the other, I've had to like make up in other areas where I lacked before. 
So it, I'm still in my wheelhouse. Right. So it's, it's still, it's, it's, it's the, probably the far, further end of where you're very comfortable, but you can still oh, yeah. do it. This is the max. If, if it was any more than this, I'd be worried. And if you drop, and again, I know you don't know, but if you drop 30 before, what's the, what do you think you'd put on? And again, just as a heavyweight fighter, the night and the day of the fight, how much do you think you'd put back? I'm not going to go into speculation about that, but I can definitely tell you what it is like when I do the 25. So I go down 25 and then I'm back at 285, 287 by the fight. Wow. That's incredible. Just it's hard, it's hard to keep off because like most of it's muscle and muscle is just so hard to tear down and keep off. You know, like if, uh, you get rid of the fat. Like I lose like 15 pounds before I even get here. And that's all the fat. It's easy to get off. And then it's just like tearing muscle off of my body. Oh, wow. What is the worst part of uh, what? What do you dislike the most about training? Is there is there one thing? Because Matt always talks about how much you. What what was it you hated the versa climber? Uh, is there one thing in training that you dislike the most? Bro, that versa climber is terrible. <laughs> That's the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Like it's, it's the e- it's the easiest worst thing I've ever done in my life because you would think it's just like. And then I see like soccer moms up there killing it, going like a yeah. thousand miles per hour, man. And I'm a I'm a two minute two minute guy. <laughs> two minute guy. Yeah. I'm laid out on the floor. But yeah, yeah. That, and that's up, you know, that, uh, that, and I would also say wrestling, man, I hate wrestling. You know, I, really? I think it's because I do it all the time though, you know, cause that's, that is my kryptonite. So I'm always wrestling. So I was just like, man, it's a, it's a grind for me, you know, and I, I, I wish it was more like striking to where like it was more comparable to my NFL skills. But every day I go into wrestling, man, I have to go in a blank slate, new student, like mind open. It's a focus situation for me, as opposed to, you know, all those other guys I see, they're going in happy, enjoying the time. I'm like, yeah, let's do some mad returns. I'm like, bro, <laughs> I got to figure out what I, I got to figure out how to get out of this underhook and overhook, man. I gotta, can't be doing mad returns right now. Jimmy can relate with you at all that. Well, not the wrestling part about being the two minute guy. He can relate. With you. <laughs> oh yeah. We're about that. And a two-minute guy is if you watch it in like slow motion replay. Believe me, <laughs> in real time, it's a lot faster than two minutes. Um, so at least you're honest about what you think is like the thing you want to work on. Like, hey, that's my kryptonite. Most fighters wouldn't say that. But, and even though the other fighter might think it going in, that's a great uh, like a self-awareness as a fighter. Like, hey, this is what I need to do. You know, I think the cool part about that is being honest with it. My, my mentality is you still got to come across the octagon to take it. You know? Yeah. And I respect guys like Marcin Tabura that walk through seven right hands. Like I'm watching this guy's face split open and he's just walking forward. And it's like, yo, you earned it. Like that, that was on me. Like I got to figure out how to get, get, get out of side control faster. Yeah. I did everything I could like that. That's a solid performance right there, but everybody and they have to get their hands on you. They got to get their hands on you. Like uh, when Cain Velasquez fought Francis, I, th- I thought Cain had a really good shot in that fight. If he had gotten a hold of him and pulled him down, but he couldn't get a hold of him. I mean, you still have to get past somebody's fist to grab a hold of him. And it's, it's a process. It is a process. Hey, Tom, let me to get your, uh, besides MMA, what you been doing lately? Any movies lately? Any books you're reading? I've been trying to get Dean to put me in some movies, man. Dean and Rashad have been doing movies and not giving me no, 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 <laughs> no casting, no auditions, no nothing. So I'm trying to do that. Uh, I just dropped, I'm about to drop an album after this. We've been doing music. I've been doing music for about 10, 15 years. I got some songs out already. We dropped some singles, some videos. I want to, where can I watch that? I need I to didn't watch know that. that. YouTube, you can download my music on uh, every platform almost. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, every, everything. I'm going to jump on uh, YouTube after this. Greg Hardy, what are Greg Hardy rap? What am I putting in? Please, ain't, ain't Enough Money is my last video I just put out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do producing, rapping. Like, I do it all, man. Um, you know me, like, I do everything I do. Multifaceted. Shit, dude, I, well, let me tell you. Please and thank I, you. I'm going to check that out. I really am. Yeah. 
Have I'm, you performed I'm, live? Music. Oh, sorry, man. Have you performed musically live? Uh, I've done two live performances: one in North Carolina, one in Mississippi. But since I've been on my pro my pro run, nah, man. We just been waiting to get this album out. We're gonna push the album out. Maybe do some shows and then try to get a, get some tour action going while I'm fighting, man. And just oh, nice. Fight and fight, fight and make music. I have an idea here. Now, just hear me out. Yes, sir. If not blame it on this wacky pen. But this is what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> You see Adam Hunter putting together these guys for comp for the comedians. They got Henry Cejudo and yeah. Chandler, oh, a week of the comedy thing. God knows that's not going to work with a lot of these guys. <laughs> but I mean, Adam, I love Adam, but come on, man, he's, he's hilarious. But you guys, look, you, T Wood, Bryce oh. Mitchell, Max Griffin. I just found out about Max. all you guys together. Me. All right, listen, that's too cool. Hey, no, you, you're on. Oh, shit. I, got my own. I can just jump in here and there. But yeah. listen, you guys together for like a little bit of a fucking music little rap tour, the UFC audience alone, Jimmy, would be like, I'm, first of all, they got take my money. <laughs> take yes, all my money. I'll fucking watch yeah. that. I'll watch that tomorrow. Yes, sir. Ohio. All right, listen. Somebody's gonna, some motherfucker's gonna think about that and make it their own thing. But remember who brought it up, Greg. There could be a, there could be something in there. I'm coming to you first, man. I'm coming to you first. Shit. For sure. Well, that's exciting. And I'm yeah. gonna touch it after this. And hey, listen. And your first fight in eight months, you got to be happy that it's, it's. There's nothing wrong with the apex. I love it. But shit, man, you are gonna be part of a card. That's the be the card that you're on is fucking insane. Like, you know what I mean? No matter where it is. I mean, that's yeah. a fucking insane card to be a part of with your first fight back in eight months. So that alone is fucking exciting. Yeah, it's a blessing, man. I've, I've been I've been blessed to be a part of massive cards. And even if it, like, hasn't been a massive, because I feel, I feel like I've been on every single counter card, actually. But I feel like even if it's not, like, the most uh, astronomical card with the names, man, every, card, every guy on my card is always a heavy hitter. Like, they're always assassins. Yeah. And I love that. It's like, it's like I want to knock my guy out so I can get back to the thing to, to, to see what's going on, like who got knocked out. I love it. Yeah, and it's. I think you want – and I said this to Matt before you came on. You're one of those guys, and uh, I know you want to win, and I, I hope you win because I love watching you fight. But I, I think the UFC wants to keep you around either way. I mean, uh, because you the fans love watching you fight, and you're one of those guys – again, a guy like uh, Colby people always want to see fight – uh, or other, you know what I mean? Like a guy like Jorge, there's, there's people that who just the fans enjoy watching fight. You're one of those guys. So I think you'll be around for as long as you want to be around. I appreciate that. And, uh, listen, good luck, Greg. And we'll definitely talk to you afterwards. And I'm going to listen to some of your music as soon as we get off. I didn't even know you did music, so I should probably do my research. Better. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Hell yeah, right, you buddy. guys have a great afternoon, man. Thanks, yeah. Greg. Good luck on Saturday, man. Good talking to you. This episode of UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by Crypto.com, the official crypto partner of UFC. You've definitely seen their logo on our UFC gear. And crypto is something I'm getting into, so this is really a helpful, helpful site. With over 10 million users around the world, Crypto.com is the fastest growing crypto app, letting you easily buy and sell more than 150 cryptocurrencies. You can even buy Bitcoin with as little as $1. Crypto.com also offers the most popular crypto card in the world. The Crypto.com Visa card offers up 
up to 8% back on most purchases, and it comes with amazing perks, 100% rebate for your Netflix, Spotify, and Amazon Prime subscriptions. If you already own some crypto, did you know that Crypto.com offers some of the most competitive reward rates of the industry? You can get up to 8.5% on your Bitcoin or Ethereum, 12% on your USDC, and more. Find out how much you can earn by visiting Crypto.com. Get $25 when you apply for a Crypto.com Metal Visa card on the Crypto.com app using code UFC25. Again, it's $25 when you apply for the card using code UFC25. It's first come, first serve, so act fast. Download the Crypto.com app now on the App Store or Google Play. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to Greg Hart. He's a nice guy, man. I'm, I'm gonna really listen to his music. He's really, he was actually like chipper today. What's that? No, don't. Jimmy, <laughs> I gave you. I said that. He By the way, the Matt, good idea. Good idea. What you imagine, said was a fucking good idea. Imagine that. Yeah. He would. Bryce Mitchell, Max Griffin, Greg Hardy doing a fucking. And this way, it takes the pressure off of each one of those guys to sell the show out or to have enough hit. Like every one of those guys can go up and have fight fans come who like those guys and enjoy. I think that's a great idea. And then, oh, we got a special guest in the house. It's me. What's up, D? <laughs> hey, Max. Keywood, stop nasty. You guys ready for this? I forgot a song. What song should I sing? Oh, I'm so happy I forgot a song. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> well, Jimmy, really quick, before we get out of here, we'll do a prop. Let's do a proper plug for that UFC. Oh, also, buddy, we got to pick uh, oh. Greg Hardy uh, Spivak. We didn't well, pick that fight. Greg Hardy, first round knockout. He's gonna be find his fucking home. I, I'm a, I'm a, even I'm a newer fan. What does that mean? I'm an even bigger fan. I don't know. I like him. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna give Greg second round knockout. I think he, he stops him in the second. He looks like he's in a good place, man. First yep. round, yep. the mark. Um, let's do a proper plug for that. Uh, proper plug, uh, Covington Masvidal. Uh, I don't know why I said Covington. Uh, everyone knows it's Colby Covington. Uh, March 5th at the T-Mobile in Vegas. The early prelims are 6 o'clock. The prelims, 8 o'clock. And as usual, the main event is 10 p.m. Jalen Turner against Jamie Malarkey is the main fight on the prelims. We talked to Jalen earlier. Uh, a very, very exciting um, uh, uh, fight. Uh, you know, Brian Kelleher against Umar Nurmagomedov is the main fight of the early prelims. There's some Tim Elliott's fighting on the early prelims. Oh. Uh, some really, really exciting fights. Um, uh, I, I can't wait. We're gonna have such a good day on Saturday. Kennedy uh, Zuchukwu is, is fighting uh, uh, Nikolai uh, Negamoreno on the uh, prelims. There's some really, really good fights. So, Jimmy, before I let you go, 
Uh, I'm not. I won't even let you do the movie minute thing. But I want to tell you what I was watching with the family last night. Okay. And you know, it, we, I was about to bring it up to Greg Hardy because we were talking about guys doing things after fighting, and Quentin Jackson was in it. Yeah. It's the A Team. Now yeah. look, the A Team, the movie with Quentin Jackson, Liam Nielsen. Uh, what's his name? He was the American sniper. Ken Jeong. <laughs> anyway, it had a great cast. It had a good cast. The guy yeah. who played um, Murdoch, the what? I mean, it was. If you're a fan of the old old TV show, which is very old, it was over the top. And in the movie, the movie's over the top. It's an action movie, but it's a lot of fun. And my, I was watching it with my kids last night, and it was. It, it definitely. It's a little bit like. I mean, when they jump the shark, it goes overboard, like with the action. But it's in, in the TV show it was like that. It's all it's a little bit silly. You gotta use a little disbelief. But like I said, a lot of fun and it's worth a watch. The A team. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Um huh. Ooh, I, huh. I, pity, I pity the fool. Yeah. Right. Yes. Let's cut that out, man. Now, like, you, <laughs> no, no, it's gotta stay. Jimmy, I had such a good time. We're both on cameo, you know. Yep. If anybody wants a happy birthday message. Or, uh, you know, anything else. And, uh, Jimmy, if you're looking for some Hallmarks, you can find me at Sarah BJJ in Huntington, Long Island. Yes. com For all your jiu-jitsu needs. I don't know. And listen, what are you, where are you, are you touring? San Francisco, March 25th, 26th. And then in April, I'm going to be in Washington, D.C. and Poughkeepsie, New York. And then uh, come June 3rd, Jim Thorpe, PA. The shows have been going great. So uh, come out if you feel like it. I'm going to go YouTube Greg Hardy's uh, rap. Me too. I am too. Can't wait. All right. Take care, buddy. Talk to you soon. Okay, Matt. Thanks. Bye, pal. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.